Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White, and it is Christmas Eve, the 24th day of December, and that final day of Advent where we are heading into the great moment where Jesus is here. Before we read that, I want to tell you about the sermon to look for tomorrow, and it is, of course, a Christmas-themed sermon. I have sermons that we could air things that we've preached elsewhere, but I just can't let Christmas fall on a Sunday and not give some form of Christmas sermon. So this past week, I sat in my office, turned on the camera, I prepared a little sermon, and I address it directly to the audience. It is a message I titled, The Gift and the Giver. It looks at the Magi bringing the three gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, to Jesus in the home, and I I get into the traditional, a little bit into the traditional uh, understanding of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, what they've represented across time to the church, but my concentration is more on the giver, not the giver as in the magi, but the giver as in the baby boy. He's receiving gifts, but he's the real giver. Jesus receiving gifts is the ultimate gift. And it's in that advent, the arrival of Jesus, that a gift comes to all mankind. And I then take that motif of three, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh, that sort of trio of gifts. And we look at a trio of advents for Jesus, of three kinds of arrivals, the Jesus that arrived, the Jesus that is arriving, the Jesus that will arrive. And I think you're going to enjoy this. It's a a little bit of a walk through some of the theology of Christianity, why we believe what we do, and how it's all built around Jesus. So not a long sermon. It's a little shorty, but I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, Christmas theme for sure, directed right at you in your Christmas time. And I know not everybody watches on the day they drop, but I still think it'll be one that'll bless you even beyond Christmas, the gift and the giver. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, the audio version will be here. Video version, uh, if you like that sort of thing, uh, is available at our website, also available at YouTube at our channel PWM. Christmas Eve, of course, this is the moment before the birth of Jesus. We have scripture for the first Christmas Eve. We have the moment in Luke chapter 2, the night before Jesus is born. We have that moment where, or at least we have the, the, uh, the moment at night away from the birth of Jesus. They don't know he's been born. They don't know even what's going on, but the shepherds abiding in the fields have come to represent Christmas Eve. I know they're not a true Eve because the, the reality is, is that Christ is born at the same time that they're hearing about his birth. But for, for time and eternity, they've represented the eve because the night precedes the day. The dark precedes the light. You are in, not only are you on Christmas Eve today, but you are, and I know this seems quite simplistic, but you are always on the eve of a tomorrow. And I mean that both literally and metaphorically. You are on the eve of something new. The only way you're not is if you're trying to live in the past. 
If you're trying to hold on too much to the present, you're not on the eve of anything. You're, you're, you're losing ground. And this is why I don't think we should be backward looking. We should be forward looking because we're on the eve of something great. I want to read for you the story. Um, not We'll read the birth of Jesus tomorrow, but I want to read the, the shepherds and the angels because this is our closest thing that we get to an Eve. I do realize Jesus has already been born, but again, this is by night, and we've got to assume that it took them a little while to get to where they were going and maybe even took them into the next day. So the shepherds abiding in the field have come to represent in many ways, Christmas Eve for us. Let's look at their story. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. You get this over and over in this story, as it was told to them. Let's go see if it's as we were told. They went back rejoicing as it had been told to them. They heard about Jesus, but then they went to see for themselves, and their sign was that you would see a baby wrapped. Swaddling clothes or cloths was not unusual, but lying in a manger was quite unusual. The manger is the feeding trough for animals. He who is the bread of life came into the world laying in a feeding trough so that everyone could come to the bread of life and eat freely. (laughs) That's not a coincidence. That's not just something that happened. That's a design from heaven. If I'm going to come to earth, if God, God says, if I'm going to come to earth, wrap myself up and be one of them, that I'm going to come in in the lowliest of state, but I'm going to come in on their table, on the table. You're going to you're going to consume me. And we get this consumption from the beginning. There's a tree of life you're supposed to eat from. At the end of the Bible, there's a tree of life whose leaves heal the nations and the fruit blossoms and, and is produced every month. God wants us to take of him and consume him. Your Eve, whatever your Eve is for, this is Christmas Eve, the Eve of Christmas, but you have your own Eve. Take of him and consume him for your tomorrows. Merry Christmas. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.